Hi, everyone. This is Georgiana, and you're listening to the Inside Podcast, where people from various companies share their insights into what it's like to be a tech talent manager, recruiter, or employer branding manager. And today, we talk to Viorella Marco, who is global employer branding leader at UiPath. Good morning, Viorella. Hi. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? A lot of work going on at UiPath, right? Yep, as always. As always. So tell me, first of all, what is it like to work for UiPath? Well, you know, it's not perfect, but I don't think there are perfect companies mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends a lot of, on your personality profile. Uh, for example, if you need a lot of structure or a lot of clarity over what's going to happen in uh, three or five years from now, this might not be the place for you. Um, mm-hmm. Everything is moving at a, such high speed that things are changing, um, where we have this saying that uh, being uncomfortable is our comfort zone. Okay. Um, But at the same time, if you like change and if you like diversity of work and and the freedom to choose on what you work on and how you do that work, this is a perfect place. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. think I learned this much in other companies so far. It's actually maybe also because you guys are... Are you still a startup? Are you younger than five years old? You are, right? How old is your iPad? Well, it depends. Uh, the company was founded in 2005. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. At that point, they were doing something else. Um, they were build, building software uh, for other companies. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. were an outsourcing company. And at some point, close to uh, 2013, mm-hmm. um, a client of ours in India um, thought that they might be able to use our software to automate um, the tasks that, that they were having. Mm-hmm. So this is how they got to understand what RPA means. Um, mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. it with the, the entire company. And then um, 2015, we... Um, got renamed to UiPath. Before mm-hmm. that, UiPath was over. Okay. So, you look at the entire company history, um, we're not that young. Yes. And <laughs> mm-hmm. the switch was made and we became UiPath. We're five years old. Okay. And how many offices does UiPath now have? I think several across the world, right? You guys are everywhere. Yeah, we're all around the world, yeah. That brings me to my second question. What does it feel like to manage employer branding for a company that's been on everyone's lips for a while now? Very famous company. Well, I'm happy you say that. Um, well, it's, you know, it's been like a roller coaster. Um, I joined two and a half years ago. It's over two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um I started um, managing employer branding for EMEA and APAC, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I took over the entire uh, global strategy at the beginning of this year, and it's nice, and it also helps that I have an awesome team, um, two people here in Romania and another person in, in Seattle, mm-hmm. and it, it's nice because I have this diversity. I never get bored. I uh, We can choose what. Uh, where we want to focus our energy, mm-hmm. um, if it's just mm-hmm. employer big tasks, or if we want to build communication plans for different uh, other initiatives, or if we want to work with, um, I don't know, uh, other teams more than with the people team. Mm-hmm. It's this freedom to that we have here is just amazing. 
What would you say is the primary thing to keep in mind when managing a company whose offices are all over the world? What's the secret sauce to keeping everyone engaged? Um, I don't think I have the perfect recipe for that. I can tell you what worked for us. Um, and I would say it's communication because we try to share information with all our employees and we're um, quite all over the world. Um, and we want to make sure that we have a lot of communication uh, channels that are available for them uh, at all times. Uh-huh. Okay. And what would you say are three things that um, UiPath does well on the employer branding side since the entire work from home pandemic? Um, for us, things continue to be business as, as usual. Mm-hmm. And we didn't stop at any point uh, continuing with our strategy. But there are some things that we adapted on the way. Um, for example, uh, we used to film videos together with agencies. Yeah. And now we switched to um, having people film themselves and then editing everything together. It was a more scrappier approach with no budget involved. And then another thing that we did uh, was we started to um, create listicles, for example, tips for working from home or different learning resources um, from uh, different colleagues from different departments. And the third thing that I think it's um, uh, quite usual for everybody now, we switched to having uh, virtual events instead of offline events. And um, this meant that our events are now open to people from all around the world, mm-hmm. not necessarily from a certain location. Okay, sounds really nice. And um, I know you guys are doing a lot on the employer branding side. So if you were to choose your favorite project so far, what would it be? Mm-hmm. That's easy. Um, <laughs> it would be defining our employer value proposition. Um, this was the biggest project that we um we had so far um i started working on it last year mm-hmm. and we already started implementing it and the next step for us is to really make sure that we embed everything that we say in there on each of the employee journey steps mm-hmm. so that we have consistency with what we say and what we do within the company Mm-hmm. I really think that's that's the dream of every employer branding manager. So you were really lucky in that respect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you're a good employer branding manager, what, what matters most? Skills or character? Or otherwise said, people, person, or a good manager? Or both? I think it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to choose, I would say probably a good leader. Um, and we... In UiPath, we have this saying that uh, we want to hire people who are smarter than, than, than us mm-hmm. at all time, or even better at what they do than the manager or the leader of a, of a team. And if I look at my team, this is valid. Um, and my job is just to facilitate their work and growth and just to make sure that I have the bigger picture and I can intervene and, and help them if, if needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your favorite company value and why? This one is tough um, because I I like and I relate to all of them. Um, But if I were to choose, maybe not one but two, I would choose uh, Humble and Bold. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only for what they represent by themselves, but also for the tension between the two. Because when you put them close to each other, they seem to be opposites. 
but when we explain them, they make sense together. All for us is uh, really believing in what you do and make, making that things um, that thing with conviction and challenging each other to be better. Mm-hmm. While humble is listening and being open uh, to learn in everything that you do. And the tension between the two is basically um, you have the whole picture. You're also, you can do something and, um, and challenge yourself to be better, challenge other people to be better at the same time, and be open enough to understand um, if you still have something to learn or if, for example, you made a mistake and you have to, to get something out of it and what needs up to it. Mm-hmm. And I think the two of them together really makes sense. Just off the top of my mind, when you when you go for a value that's that's so courageous, such as boldness, how do you make sure it doesn't transform into arrogance sometimes? Yeah, it, it's an easy step towards that, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but what we try to do within the company, and this is part of my mission for the next year, is to help our, our, our colleagues to have that common understanding of what these values mean. At the same time, we um, integrated them seamlessly in the performance management process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so for us, not only that you do your uh, you achieve your objectives, it's also the how you do it. So everything is evaluated while living the values. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. And when a company grows from, from 10 to 2,000, let's say, what are three things it should do so that culture doesn't get lost in the process? Well, we talked about values. So I think it's important to just set Stick the values to them. from the beginning mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I think they would guide everything that you do with, uh, with that company. The way you hire people, the way things are done, and, and so on and so forth. Um, then... If you have that kind of uh, growth, you really have to listen to your people because they would um, go through a lot of stages and they will experience the good, the bad, and the the ugly, Mm -hmm. as they say. Um, And they go through some kind of grief. It's like you lose something. You lose a um, stage that company was at um, at some point. And you have to listen to them and understand um, what what they go through. And I think the last thing is um, always remembering that culture is not what you say, it's what you do. What you do. Mm-hmm. So you have to be consistent with it too, with words and actions. Cool. So this brings me to my last question, which is a question that I ask all of uh, all of my guests. A book that's been inspiring to you? Um, I like the culture code. It also um, inspired um my project in the last years and you know i've always been interested in understanding how culture could um, positively impact um a business mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this book has it all it has examples it has research it has um questions that you could really use as food for thought and i it made me really want to, to research more and here I am today working on this culture project within the mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, we discussed about this book before. And after the first time you mentioned it, I looked for it myself and I started it. And at the same time, I, I downloaded a sample from the Talent Code, which I also highly recommend. And I have to say, uh, I am mind blown. 
So yeah. yes, absolutely, I can second your uh, your recommendation <laughs> without any problem. These are books that should be read by anyone who's willing to understand how to to create and maintain a good company culture, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's super good, super good. I'm, I like I said, I'm, I'm really mind blown, but by the examples the author gives. Okay, so thank you so much, Fiorella, for talking to me today. I uh, wish you the best of luck in uh, creating the best company culture for this company, which already has it all, I would say. And uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Inside Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Music. And if you want to read more on employer branding or digital marketing content in general, go to BeagleCat.com or EmployerBranding.tech. See you next time. Bye.